Welcome to the Music Retail Show. Having conversations about the musical instrument industry to take you and your business farther. The Music Retail Show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Retail Show. Today Richard and I are going to be talking about two big subjects. The first one is going to be all about taking care of your family and how important that is. The second one is going to be about how sometimes you cannot afford to do business with everybody. So uh, yeah, just take a listen and enjoy the show. All right, we are back for another episode. Man, this is pretty cool because we're improving things. Yes, we've we got a new setup. We got a new table. Yep. Man, we got new mics. We're kind of yes. Man, we're kind of becoming a little professional on this. Almost. I, yeah. I know. We even got a new sign in the back. Sign looks great. So Ian, yeah. I think, is doing a great job he getting is, everything kind of set up. It's almost. It's almost like he knows what he's doing. Yes. So or something like that. But uh, so we appreciate Ian a ton. So he's doing a lot of hard work behind the scenes that nobody and the shirt. ever sees. Let's talk yeah, about we, your shirt. We've show got the shirt. shirts. I got the shirts. Music so. retail show shirt. I know. So everybody people have can, asked where do we get one, and I don't know. We don't. We eventually. We. I hope so. Yeah, eventually. We've you got know. ten of them, and we've given a, a few of them away, and uh, I don't. I don't know where people can get them. Yet, yeah, we have so. a supply and demand give, problem. Give us, well, people a little are demanding, bit of and we have no yeah. supply. Well. Well, yeah. yeah, whatever. So anyway, so we're jumping into the episode. So we're having a lot of fun doing this, yes, but we're going to do yes. something a little bit more personal today. Yeah. So yeah. Um, something that I think you have a lot to say and a lot to talk about. Mm. There's and... a surprise there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. But um, you want to talk about um, taking care of your family in the midst of doing business. It's a yes. big topic. Maybe it's a, it's something a big topic, yeah. that a lot of people... Um, kind of maybe don't think about or don't address mm. uh so let's just kind of jump right in how how do you think this is an important topic i i think it's probably one of the most important topics that we can talk about um and it's probably a topic that has taken me most of my life to get a little bit of a grasp on i'm still learning i'm still growing i'm still uh i, I see a lot of room for improvement but i think it's something that we need to stop what we're doing and think about this especially for all the young people out there that are starting in business or they're new in their career or if they're older and they haven't paid attention they could just start now yeah Okay. And obviously, this is not something necessarily for people who have been in business for years. No. This is for people who, hey, here's some things to think about going right into business, especially as younger business owners that yeah. are newly married, that have new kids. So this is... This could be something that could set the path right for years to come. Sure, it can. We can start there, but it's also for older. It's for everybody. Yeah, everybody's including in this, and some of us might be on the backside of our career and we haven't paid attention to it. Um, and and maybe this will lighten it up a little bit. And you need to start, but it doesn't matter what age. You could start today with it. Okay. Well, cool. What's what's the first thing that comes to mind? When you're talking about taking care of your family in the midst of doing business, what's the first thing you think we need to talk about? And and, and I'll start off by going uh, with a little bit of experience. Um, early on in, in my career, um, I felt like uh, my role was just as a man just to provide for your family. Okay. And so that was that was my main task. 
um, you know, obviously we want to take care of our families in every way possible, but I felt like my main purpose was to provide and bring home a paycheck and make sure that we had a roof uh, to cover our heads. Yeah. Which is important. Super important. But not necessarily the main focus it's of not everything. The only, no, it's not the only thing. Okay. Um, through the course of married uh, marriage and having kids, um, and even later in my life, and, and you know, sad to say, maybe over the last couple years, I realized that, wow, what an opportunity um, that I had to put my family ahead of my career um, in, in a way that uh, um, my family didn't have to suffer. And I'm not saying my family suffered, but there are elements of it that I could have been better. I could have done a better job. I could have been um, a better father to my kids. And I mean, we yeah. all can say that. Um, but yeah. but I really, really focused on my career uh, to bring home a paycheck to my family because I felt like that was uh, my way to provide. Yeah. Well, and, and obviously, as you're sitting there, I'm reflecting on my own life and everything that I've done. But uh, one of the biggest one of the biggest issues that probably comes to mind really quickly is is we have the tendency who are you know people who are driven to want to bring work home. Absolutely. To, to, there's Absolutely. there's no real separation. Like you work all day, you work yeah. real hard, but then you go, oh, I got to bring this home. And then all of a sudden, you know, it kind of blends into that family time. It's is. Do you think there should be more of a separation? What do you think? Oh, I absolutely do. I mean, you know, uh, we can look on this table, and, and I have an iPhone, you have a phone, and then you also have an iPad. So we're connected, um, and we're also connected everywhere we go. All the and time. And so um, one thing that I really feel like with men is, is there's something that we don't address, and that's we have an insecurity um, to, to provide and and with that insecurity, that's where our focus lies. Yeah. Um, we haven't stopped to realize it's like, wait a second, I have a great wife um, who is who has uh, provided great kids for me and my family, and uh, I'm focusing on work and I'm bringing it home. Like you mentioned, um, we've, we've we're connected with our phones, we're connected by emails everywhere we look. We're connected to whatever our object is or wherever our focus is, and so many times that focus is not on our family yeah absolutely i mean i I, my wife and i we've made uh purposeful decisions to a lot of times like when i go home man i had to get to the point where i had to take my phone and i had to go put it over on the the, you know the desk next Mm -hmm. to the bed or something like that or i've got a home office too i put it in the office and i leave it there because it's amazing what it does uh you're sitting there at dinner and all of a sudden an email i get you know i get emails through the evening and even into the night i don't know why some of my clients are trying to email me at two o'clock in the morning but they are yeah and uh you know you but you because they haven't heard this podcast that's exactly right (laughs) yeah get some sleep but um they uh but it's a distraction. I mean, I might turn over to look at my phone, and my wife is talking to me or my kids, and I'm looking at that, and my reaction would be to be, a, hold on a second, I need to read this. And then I read that, then my brain is going, and I totally lose that vibe, you know, the family vibe. Yeah. I, I need to pay attention to my children. I'm gone all day long. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a purposeful decision that I think a lot of us, we have to make, you know, to mm. take care of our family. Well, I think you said it best when you said purposeful. Yeah. 
I mean, that is a decision that we have to make. Um, it's also an agreement that we need to make with our spouse that this is the way we we choose to live our life. Yeah. You know, yes, it is so important for us to have a career. It's so important for us to put time in at work. But when we unplug, we need to unplug. Um, so many times I see um, a lot of kids. We'll pick on the men today. Sure. But a lot of times we're, I see men and they're at the dinner table and they say, uh, I have to answer this email. Yeah. Or hold on, I've got, I have to get this phone call. I've done and, it. And, and all of a sudden they put their, their work or, or something else ahead of their family time. And, and truth be known, uh, when we go back and look at it, do we really have to answer that email? Do yeah. we really have to take that call? Instead, we say, I have to. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we put over our family. And that's something that over the last several years has been very, very bothersome to me. Yeah, absolutely. And now I realize that uh, in the world that we live in here, uh, we have a lot of uh, online dealers, mm-hmm. you know, so there is a tendency to have to work throughout there. But that still does not negate the fact that that uh, there should be, you know, taking care of your family, there should be times where you set that aside. I mean, absolutely. you might have to take care of your customers at night because that's when they're buying but you know dinner times are excellent times to be able to unplug and just connect with your family or uh, you know or if you you know if you work from home you know breakfast is good or certain times throughout the day to saying hey I understand all this is going on but I've got to connect with my family well I think something like meals or something in America that we've kind of gotten away from you know there's a lot of fast Mm -hmm. food there's a lot of um, eating and running and we're going 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 Um, but uh, meals is a time that when we sit down with our families and we'll use that as an example um, that we just need to be purposeful like you mentioned to not do that Um, and I'll tell you a quick story my daughter Madison uh, her and I we like going out to breakfast and we kind of have a routine to spend quality time together Mm -hmm. Um, now when she was 13 14 years old it was a little more difficult because she was so plugged into her phone it was texting it was you know it was just her phone was everything and I'll never forget I was in a restaurant and this was um, less than a year ago. And I mean, it was a couple years of me going over all this and saying, we need to put our phones down. We don't need to look at our phones. Let's just spend one-on-one time. Let's talk. Let's communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm, I'm sitting at a restaurant and to my left side over her right shoulder, there was a man sitting with his wife and they were eating a meal. And uh, the man was on his phone and he was texting and he was laughing and it was, you know, he was engaging with his phone and his wife was staring at him and she was sad. Um, and then she she began to tear up. And then uh, through the course of the meal, she she looked at him and I was reading her lips and I can partly hear what she was saying. But she said, will you please put that phone away? Wow. And I and it 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 really caused me to stop what I was doing and just think about it. And then I told my daughter, I said, Madison, um, you know, act like you're stretching your back, but mm-hmm. turn over and look at this couple over here. 
And she leaned over and she looked and she's like, Dad, that, that lady is really sad. And I said, this is what happened. And, and I can see the impact that it had to my daughter oh, yeah. because it was a teachable moment. It was a moment to where she goes, wow, I think I, I could see the wheels turning. Man, I really understand what my dad is saying. So today, when we go out to eat a meal, whether it's myself or uh, it, 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 whoever, I, I turn my phone over. I don't even touch it. I don't even look at it. Because if I'm eating with somebody, I want my attention to be on them. I want to focus on them because that's what it's about. It's about friends family and loved ones and how you connect and you bond with them and a lot of times what happens is when we're out to those meals we're constantly thinking about work we're constantly focusing on that and who suffers our our spouse and our children yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, you know, and, and you know, devices have have infiltrated our lives. You know, a lot mm-hmm. for the good, but also some for the bad. That what we're talking about that mm-hmm. cause us to become uh, connected to them and disconnected. So I was even the other day. I was I was at uh, uh, flag football practice for my boys, and mm-hmm. and we were sitting there. I was was sitting there watching my son Graham, and a boy walked by, and he's like, he's just like, Dad, Dad, can I play something on your phone? Can I play something on your phone? And you could see the dad goes no 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 we're here to play football <laughs> you know so it's like yeah. you know it's it's everywhere you know so it's everybody it really, everywhere it's yeah. everybody everywhere and we really do have a uh, we have to make a purposeful decision in that mm. because otherwise before you know it man it's just um you know, it could just you, you could be so buried in it. You're like, how do I even get out of this? Yeah. So. And, and I remember I, and it's hard to do. I mean, the topic that we're talking about is not easy to make that decision. And something yeah. a lot of times we got to get with our spouse mm-hmm. and sit down and have the conversation of like, this is what we want it to look by, yeah. look like. But I remember several times going home and being stressed out with work. There's just a lot going on in your head and you just, you, you know, you're driving home and your your brain's moving a, mi- a hundred miles miles an hour yeah. and you're just con- you're still plugged into work and then I remember before I would get home that that I would just completely get rid of all of that yeah. so when I walk in the door my intention and my goal and sometimes I didn't succeed with it, but my intention and my goal was to to just put pause on all of that stuff and be intentional with my family and give them quality time. Because a lot of times, especially in, if you have young children, they don't understand. Yeah, sure. And, and dad walks in and he's, he's a little grumpy because he's had a stressful day, a hard day. He's had... Everything hit them at one time. Little kids don't understand what's going on. You know, your wife, you know, she may or may not work, but say she doesn't and she comes home, she's excited to see you. So you got the kids and you got the wife and you probably got a dog and everybody's excited to see you and you're like, I just want to be left alone. Yeah. So then you go in and then you go, well, I'm going to go in and watch some TV. And then so then you go and you disappear into another room and then you're just completely disconnected from your family. And the support that you're supposed to have or you would like to have, you don't have that anymore. Yeah, that's exactly right. And who uh, who else would you rather share the successes of your business with than, than the people who have made the sacrifice to allow you yes. to do what you're doing? Yes. And, 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 and I have been so guilty not to realize the sacrifices that families make for um, uh, their fathers or their husbands. You know, a lot of times we look at and go, um, well, my children doesn't understand my my wife doesn't work. She doesn't know, or whatever the case may be. Sure. But they are sacrificing. They are are uh, uh, giving you time to go 
do a career mm-hmm. or work, or in the case of if you're a business owner, uh, that you're going off to uh, to to work this business. Yeah. So the least that we can do is come home and say, okay, I'm unplugging from that, and I'm charging my batteries. This is a time where I charge my batteries because it's twofold. You can really charge your batteries, and you can also charge their batteries. That's exactly right, and, and you know, and I I found for myself that. Um, you know, my my wife, uh, she stays at home and she's got the kids all day. She they really look forward to when I come home from work at the end of That's the day. Young. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, they do. They're like, Dad, Dad coming home is the best time ever. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, that's, you know, just wait till they're teenagers. Yeah, they're not teenagers really. yet. But, yeah. but, you know, but it, it really is. It really yeah. is an important decision. And a lot of times, you know, the drive home, uh, you know, we joke around about how the drive home a lot of times is a time for us to leave work or we close our business mm-hmm. down and yeah. we get to breathe yeah. and then you know we we joke around about well I guess I'll drive to Alabama before I go home but yeah. but you know it really is a decision we get to decide um, to walk into our homes and connect with our families, yes. put our business behind, mm. unplug from the day, and connect with our families because you know it's a it really is a life support system. I mean, can we you know how much do our businesses suffer? You know, if uh, in an essence our our families are suffering at the same time because there's no connection there because business is just always coming first. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to read her quote. Uh, it says, in the end, you only have relational regrets, not possessional. And that's a, that's a big thing. And it, it hit me when I heard this uh, a couple days ago um, is so many times I look at successful business people they're successful. They've got great businesses. They're they're big in the community. I mean, they, everybody looks at them. But who's suffering? A lot of times, it's their spouse and it's their children. Yeah. Um, they've got all the money in the world, but they can't buy happiness at home. Yeah. I mean, it really it really is a big deal. I mean, uh, we all know the stories. You know, we can think of a lot of successes and a lot of uh, uh, stories that aren't successful, but. But, you know, I truth be told, I mean, I know several people that are very successful that don't know their kids very well. Yeah. You know, and so there was a trade-off right there. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they're really successful in business, but their personal life is not so successful. And yeah. we're saying, hey, wait a second, you don't have to be that way. No, you no, can no. be way more yes. balanced. You know, you can have a successful business and you can also have a very um um inspiring and you know supportive family life that sure. uh is just enjoyable on both on both sides yeah so yeah and and you know i i think it's hugely important for not only just your family but also for yourself i mean i talked earlier about charging your own batteries um and that's something that we're neglecting on ourselves and we'll talk about ourselves a little bit in a moment but uh on ourselves is we're not charging our own batteries yeah so we're constantly staying plugged in we're constantly we have one track mind and that's our business or our job yeah instead it's not about that and then then you unplug and then you have your family yeah um and that's something that uh, is i think it's a huge problem in america i think that uh, contributes to divorce rates um like you mentioned the kids a big breakdown of, of family value as a whole um because again as men we are focused we are intent on growing 
growing or being successful in business. Yeah. Or if you're an employee, your goal is to be the best employee you could possibly be. Yeah. But everybody else is neglected in the meantime. Absolutely. Now let's pick on um, on store owners. So you know, a lot of times, you know, you can be very driven. Mm-hmm. But then you can also have employees and you can have managers that, mm-hmm. you know, um, do you see the fact that sometimes managers, you might, they might get overworked. The owners might overwork them, might yeah. expect a whole mm-hmm. lot from them or staff or something like that, that maybe um, you're not instilling the um, the family taking care of their family first. You just want to make sure that they're just taking care of your business, and that's it. That's yeah. all I care about. I, yeah, and employees is is a, is a big part of this as well. Is because as an owner, we're kind of a leader. I mean, well, sure. we are the leader, and uh, we should also look at the value that that our staff has. And it's a great time to to educate and teach and and talk to them about it. Um, and and I think uh, allowing some of those people time off is is very valuable here. At MIRC, um, I you know I sign off on a lot of employees' time off. Yeah, and and one thing that I I've stopped to realize that I I do is I let a lot of people off. I'm very very agreeable in their in their time off, and and I kind of ask myself why because there's sometimes I just I don't have to or. You know, it, I don't need to. Yeah. Well, part of it was because earlier on, I never took time off. <laughs> and, and, I, and I look back on I go, that was a mistake. You know, I didn't take the vacation that I needed. I didn't take um, uh, personal time for myself. Yeah. There was a lot of things that was neglected because I was always like, I got to work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into, uh, in some cases, um, you know, it could be health issues. It could be family problems. There's a whole host of things that can have a, a, a trickle down because we're not taking time off. And and if you're an owner or manager, you're not letting employees have time off. Yeah. And I think it's a big deal. I mean, uh, we have like I'm I'm going on a, a trip with my family this uh, this Friday. We're going mm. to Florida. I I just have to get out of town. I've got yes. to recharge. I want to yes. spend time with my family. You know, Hannah's looking forward to it. The kids are looking forward to the beach, mm. and it's a time for us just to get out, spend some time together. And it really is a big deal because I have that a lot of times that work mentality. I'll go through the whole week. You know, we have so much allotted mm. time. It's funny at the end of the year, I always get paid out yeah. on vacation days, yeah. and sometimes it's like, well, what am I doing? Am I am I doing? You know, could I be doing some extra fun things throughout the year to spend with my family? Mm-hmm. But my my tendency is is no, I need to be at work. I need to be need at to work. Make money for I need my to make money. Yes. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm always thinking that way. But mm-hmm. at the, also at the backside of that, am I really thinking as well as I can about my sure. family by not taking that extra time? Well, off? and a lot of times, do you think our kids care? They they would much rather hang out than, oh, yeah. than worry about um, you know extra money or whatever it is that we're putting our value and it is important for us to work and make money and have goals and do all these things uh, we've talked about it a lot lately um, but but something that is very 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 important is our family yeah and we neglect our family I mean we really do um, and I I would love to see a new generation come up and just start by um, by taking the, the vacation time that they need, taking personal time, um, and, and 
have an agreement uh, with their their family that this is the way we run our household. Um, I was listening to to somebody a couple years ago, um, and uh, it was a husband and wife, and they had these conversations when they just got married. I, I found it to be brilliant. I, you know, I wish I would have done that when I was. 22 23 years old um but they go every single year they go on uh, a week's trip just the the husband yeah. and wife without the kids and and during baseball season is usually when they take it and then they said hey we're not going to be here this next week we're going to actually go on on a trip together and then the other men and wa- uh, women there are going man we haven't been out in uh, 14 years or whatever the math is. Yeah, sure. And, uh, I would love to at least just go out on a date with my, with my spouse. And, but they do it every year. And they said, the reason is one day the kids are going to be out of the house and they don't want to look to each other and go, uh, what was your name again? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Uh, Cause we focus so much in the wrong directions. Yeah. There, we're not intentional with the people that we love and we need to be intentional with. Yeah. That's exactly right. Not that this is supposed to be a, a marital counseling no <laughs> we should start charging a fee or something i know that. but uh you know but you know that's the other thing too is he's you know i don't want to obviously don't go down the road but you know sometimes we can focus so much on our kids that we neglect our spouses sure. but like i said that we're not a marital counseling class here we're supposed to be applying this to business yes but uh but uh yeah so you know that's good um um we have another great topic that we want to talk about yeah. as well but uh, any other final thoughts no, I, I just want this to be something that not only myself, but but all of us, we stop and examine, um, what would I like my family structure to look like? Yeah. How can I be intentional with it? Um, because all of us value and love our spouses and our children, uh, but we need to be intentional with giving them time. We need to make sure then when we're listening to our, say our, say our daughter wants to tell us how her day was, that we don't look at her phone, we don't interrupt her, we just listen. Yeah. We're available for what they're uh, wanting to share with us. Um, and that we're intentional with everything. Um, our spouses, our children, it's very, very, very important mm-hmm. that we stop being just connected with our, our business only and the success of it, but reconnect with our families. Yeah, our, the success of our business is very much entangled and interconnected with the sex. Did I just say sex? I think I said sex. Whoops. With, <laughs> with the, <laughs> that, that was funny. <laughs> Uh, maybe we can edit that part out. Yeah. But the uh, yes, the uh, the success of our success, business is yes. success of our yes. business is very much intertwined with the success of our home life. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Absolutely. anyways, <laughs> that was kind of funny. We'll see if that makes it or not. Yeah. Uh, is there a blooper funny. reel? Yeah. There needs to be a blooper yes. reel. But uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so, so great. you're planning on another kid? Is what you're talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, actually, as of right now, that'd be impossible. Oh. So okay. I don't know what that means, but I, it I'm just not going is down that road. Okay. Next topic. All right. All right. Next topic. All right. So, uh, obviously, home life is important, but also yes. we want to jump over and talk about uh, another huge topic, which is about uh, I don't know. Some people might not like this, but mm-hmm. about saying I cannot afford to do business with you. Yes. There are some people that we just cannot do that. Absolutely. Um, and I'll tell a I'll tell a brief story. Yeah. Well, it sometimes they're never brief, but I'll tell you a story of where I first learned about this and how impactful it was, and uh, how much it's it's made a huge difference in my life yeah. from that moment on. Uh, back when I worked retail. 
we had a, a customer that would come in all the time, and his son uh, took guitar lessons. Um, and so this guy came in, and this guy was he was he was rather intimidating. Uh, today I would call him a bully. Okay, he was a guy who was like a bodybuilder, and he was uh, wear like a, a, a muscle t shirt, and he kind of was just you know he was he was just a bully, um, just the way he acted and the way he talked. He talked down to everybody. It was just not a pleasant time to see this guy. I didn't okay. I didn't like him uh, just because of the way he talked to you. It was just a negative situation. Anyways, uh, his son wanted a guitar. The funny thing, it was a guitar that we actually really wanted to sell. And I won't get into what it was and who it was made by, but we really wanted to sell this guitar. So he came in, and and we discounted this particular product 30% off out of the box. So uh, we marked it down 30%. So he came in while the son was taking lessons, and he was like, hey, I'd really like to buy this. Can you give me a better deal? And, of course, we were motivated to sell it. So, you know, I I said, well, we could probably do this price, and it was probably 35% off. Well, then he kept beating us up, kept beating us up, and he really became very demeaning to us and very disrespectful, and it Mm. it quickly, uh, it was just no fun dealing with this guy. And I'll never forget the owner walked up, and and I'm briefing this uh, through the course of different transactions and him coming in after a couple weeks of of his son taking lessons, and and the price we got down, and it was like 40 or 42%. So we weren't making any money, and we were discounting the heck out of this and it was no fun and then the owner came up and he goes you know what there's sometimes in life where we can't afford to do business with people and i i it was very shocking to me because i have always heard and learned that the customer is always right Hmm. and so that was like it was kind of enlightening to me. And I, I asked, he's like, what do you mean? And he goes, look at all the time. And we had another sales guy that he was also helping. Look at the time that both of you guys have spent on this guy. Yeah. Look at the cost of the, the guitar that he wants to buy and what we've discounted it to. And, and he goes, you could have been helping other customers. You could have been selling other things. We can sell this to him, but we're not making much money. I can't afford to do businesses with this guy. Yeah. It'd be better if you guys went out to other customers and, and instead of wasting all this guys or this guy wasting all your time yeah. to go sell other things and get on. You guys don't even like dealing with the guy. He's a pain in the butt. Yeah. And, and I was like, what, what do you mean? And he's like, I'm saying you don't have to sell to this guy if you don't want to because we're not making any money. And I was shocked. Because I was wrestling with the customer is always right, and then the owner telling me, you don't have to sell to this guy. So I, I was really kind of at odds, but I was really kind of excited because I did not like this oh, guy. Oh, sure, absolutely. I mean, I was like almost giddy inside. So I said, are you sure? And he's like, yes. I don't even want him in my store. And I was like, whoa, he's serious. So anyways, the guy walks in the next time the, the, the son had a lesson, and he comes over to beat us up on the price again. And he went on. But this time it was different because I knew I didn't have to sell to him. Yeah. So I told him, I was like, I'm sorry. I can't give you a better deal. We're not making any money. You keep coming back week after week, and, and you keep beating us up on the price. I can't, I can't discount it anymore. I don't, I don't even want to sell this now. Didn't you, didn't you even raise the price from well, the previous time? Well, 
in the, yeah, in a second we did. Because okay. what happened was um, uh, he was like, well, I can go to this competing music store and I can just buy it from them. But I, because my son takes lessons, I want to I want to buy it from you. Yeah. But it was a tactic. It, it was a oh, sales sure. tactic. And I finally said, well, if you want to go buy it over there, go buy it over there. And he's like, well, fine. I'll just go, go over there and get it. And then so when he left, I told the owner what had happened. And he's like, really? So we went and we called the other music store. <laughs> and uh Little tag team the, yeah and the guy who we called was he was a pretty rowdy guy yeah. uh and uh uh the owner said hey we send this customer down there because he's going to buy this guitar this is what we quoted him we don't even want to sell him the guitar anymore and the other guy says well he keeps coming in here too i don't want to sell i don't even want him in my store yeah and that was that was what the conversation probably an hour hour and a half left this guy comes walking back into the store what happened was that other store kicked him out, and they refused to sell it to him. And That's so he great. came in, and then he's like, hey, I, I've come to, to buy this guitar. And I'm like, well, I can't give you that deal no more. The tag, the, the, the way we have it marked, that's what we're going to sell it for. Yeah, sure. So it went from 40 42% back up to 30%, and he ended up buying it. And then after that, he was nice for the rest of the time that I, I seen him. So. Yeah. At, well, yeah, he lost all of his leverage. Oh, man. So wait, wait, you're, bringing, you're kind of bringing up a weird concept. You're saying that customer's not always right? Not always right. My I hate, goodness, I hate that statement. That's weird. I guess, yeah, I, I, well, I'm sure there's lots of situations where, you know, we have to, you know, we have to worry about more about the health of our business than, sure, than necessarily sure. if we're actually selling something all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, in the time of the employee, because I mean, a lot of times as owners and managers, we're not looking at our employee and going, how much time is he wasting with this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just talked to a, a dealer a few minutes ago uh, mm-hmm. that, that had a problem with a customer doing the same thing. This That's right. Customer came into his store um, and he ended up buying online. So he spent two or three times talking about this product, and that customer left and bought it online. And then he came back and asked him another question. So not only did he not make the sale, but that customer went somewhere else because he saved a couple bucks. Yeah. Now, was it really worth a couple bucks? You know, so there's a lot of times there's certain types of customers and there's certain people that we can't afford to do business. Absolutely. with. Absolutely, and I, as as I'm sitting there listening to you tell tell about that situation, it's it's um, it's refreshing to hear about how the owner of the business that your boss gave you the freedom to yes. be able to work shocking. within that situation. Absolutely. So yes. yeah, telling you, hey, the customer's not always right. You mm-hmm. know, at some point in time you've gotta you've gotta be working for the business. But yeah. giving you that freedom kind of took away the leverage of the customer that was trying to bully you. It, yeah, it was amazing because our our whole goal and we did a very, very good job was a customer service and helping the customers. We were very, very intentional with all that. Sure. And so that was uh ingrained in us and that was the way we as staff we worked we were very successful with it so when the owner brought that to our attention it opened up my eyes not only just for then but even for today i mean a a situation that we're actually going through with today you know we had a dealer and i won't get into all the details but this dealer it's just a bad ugly situation well at the end of the day looking at everything that that has gone on with it 
we we can't afford to do business. We we will never ever do business with this guy uh, because we can't afford it because he's just he's just crushed profits. He's caused a ton of problems, and at the end of the day, it's easier to wash our hands and go out because there's a lot of great customers out there that we need to focus on. If we're focusing on a, a customer that that is a pain to our staff and ourselves, and we're not making any money, there's customers out there that we're not focusing on. Yeah that are good people that are trying to get a good product at a fair price and we're not focusing on them yeah that's right and you know and even a lot of times um we have a saying around here that you've always used is is don't make your problems my problems yeah and a lot of times customers can walk in the store you know they try to use problems as leverage they try Mm -hmm. to do scare tactics they try to bully but obviously, in the midst of that, uh, store owners allowing, giving the freedom to their employees to be able to, hey, I can't afford to do business with everybody. Sure. You know, knowing that whole concept allows to kind of scale back the chaos mm. and the drama and the fear that's yeah. kind of built into all. Well, of that, that the owners got your back. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So um, I don't know. I, I, I the uh, the customer's not always right, man. That's uh Man, I, I don't know too many. I don't know too many books that I've actually seen that one in. No. So the the, the the old the old the customer is always right. It's just been around forever. Yeah, it's unfortunate because I mean you know uh, in today's climate uh, with everything being so competitive and uh, customers having you know phones and 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 every way possible to mm-hmm. to just be uh, uh, focused on the price yeah. we we have to be more careful with all that because we do we have people coming in and milking us and our staff and everybody for information only yeah. to go somewhere else and and we need to we need to train our staff and we need to sometimes get back to asking for the sale yeah. uh, because there, there's a lot of people that we have spent hours with training them, showing them product only for them to go somewhere else. Very, very uh, unfortunate, but that's something as owners and managers we can do uh, so we could detect that mm-hmm. and uh, we could ask for the sale. Yeah. And obviously in past, uh, on some of our previous episodes, we talked about the concept of not letting anybody walk out of your store. Sure. sure. But that's going back and um, just to kind of rehash that, that's going back and making sure that your staff is educated, you yes. know what's going on, mm-hmm. you know how to address those kind of situations because there's a big difference from between somebody who wants to walk in the store and, hey, I'm interested in buying something. I want yeah. a win-win situation. I want to buy the product. Yeah. And somebody who's coming in and just trying to bleed you dry because they see the sport in it almost. Yeah, there's there's a big difference. I mean, there's a certain percentage of people that they're best not to uh, to be part of what you're doing. Um, thankfully, ninety nine. Uh, percent of the people out there uh, you want them in your store you want to do business with them but there's just a a very very small uh group of people that it's best that you just excuse them let them go to your competition you know um and just say hey let's focus on these types of people because they're the ones that are 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 paying the lights yeah you know they're the ones that are making payroll they're the the customers that are actually moving the needle yeah absolutely and to also reflect on a previous episode you know what a great uh example of not having the fear of that store down the street yeah where that store down the street you guys worked in tandem yeah and and actually created a a a better situation neither one felt like they got taken advantage advantage of and then eventually you use that situation to sell the product for what it was actually worth sure, sure. so very cool very cool man all right what a cool i don't know 
well, that, I don't know. The customer's not always right. I dig that. So, yeah. anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. That's all I've got. Yeah. Is that uh, anything else you can think of? No, yeah, good no, no. episode. Uh, just, to, to, just to recap it, um, I would like to see all of our dealers going back to the family topic yeah. is, is to spend quality time. Um, the mm-hmm. success of your business is super, super important. Yeah. But the sex or success of your family is more important. <laughs> there, are just, there are just some words that are hard to say. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> My goodness. I don't know. Hey, hey people, if there are people laughing at this, they need to get behind a microphone and try yeah, to say everything to correct. That. My yeah. goodness, Tongue I don't know, Ian. Ian, are you gonna? You might end up needing to to do some editing. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's it's maybe, maybe they say it's it. good for ratings. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. But anyways, man, yeah, great family. Family needs to come first. Yes, uh, that contributes to the health of our business, and then also at the same time, we need to realize we can't afford to do business with everybody. That Absolutely. contributes to the health of our business. Absolutely. So, yeah. yep. So wrapping this up, we got a new look. Yeah, we, we've got more improvements that we're working on. Yeah, uh, we've kind of jumped into this uh, really super quick. Yeah, um, we, you know the, the we're trying th- our hardest. Yeah, the thought was to do a handful of episodes to get all the bugs out. Yeah, but we actually jumped right in there and we're tweaking things. We're we're hopefully getting better at doing this. Um, but we appreciate everybody that's listening, tuned in. Yeah. Uh, again, we've had some great positive feedback, um, and we appreciate that. Hopefully, this is something that uh, resonates with a lot of our dealers. I think it's super yeah. important. And you know, and maybe maybe there'll be uh, some surprise guests down the road. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. So, all right. Hey, I guess we're good. All right, we're good. All right. See so, we'll see you guys in a yeah. couple weeks. Hey, welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Man, family is a big deal. Uh, It was a great conversation. But if you did like the conversation, man, we appreciate it. If you go and give a positive review, either on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you heard this. Also, jump over and visit us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give us a like there. And of course, if you could give us some positive feedback or even just feedback in general, that'd be great. We'd love what you have to hear. But uh As far as that goes, man, I hope you're having a great day and a great week, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Music Retail Show. 